get ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Girls Club, Girls Club, Super Secret Girls Club. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome, 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 everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I'm not sure who's here yet. We haven't seen anybody on chat, but welcome on Wednesday. Hmm. This has been an interesting day. What? I wonder if the time change affected the time in other states differently. Because hmm. I know, I think Arizona doesn't change time at all. Okay. And maybe California doesn't either. So this might be a different time that we're starting on. Um, because the time changed in Indiana for the last time, but it did. Hopefully, fingers crossed. That's I don't think that's fully confirmed yet. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. But yeah, welcome. So there are people in the chat. Welcome, Eliza Bell. What is it? Cycle Impulse? Cycle Impulse. Cycle Impulse. QPL. Welcome, uh, guys. My Polish brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, everyone. Let us know that you're in the chat. By the way, if you are watching on YouTube and you are in that chat, I can see you. We are watching the Twitch chat, so exactly. Twitch platforms, if you want to talk to us, if you want us to read your responses, we appreciate it. I will answer your questions, Also, we do. while you're on Twitch, we have an announcement. We are going dun, to dun, start dun. doing um, Chainsaw Man reactions live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. They are going to be subscription only, mm -hmm. um, but the finale episode is going to be live for everyone yes so if you want to experience everything with us please subscribe to our twitch or you can just wait until the finale um, yes just join us there 1 p.m eastern standard time or eastern daylight time so um, time. yeah so with that being out of the way yes there are obviously other streams but let's talk about today's stream we are going to start a new sub series within super secret girls club yes <laughs> which is gonna become a main series yes. i guess it is its own this thing. this being the first episode yes. um and it's going to be all about our jobs so it's going to be about like you know be like being an influencer as an occupation uh -huh. uh, um, we were going to talk about in future episodes we're going to talk about so many other things like Financial, financials, back end um, of YouTube. Yes, uh, the you know owning a business, like mm -hmm. the the basic things of that uh, part of our job that you can get to see on camera. Um, our equipment. We're gonna talk about how we organize our time. You know, so there's gonna be a lot of useful information for anybody who Hopefully. wants to get started on something like this. Um, so yeah, uh, today we're gonna talk about what it's like <laughs> to be an influencer uh, and uh I... before we get started <laughs> this is gonna be a really weird conversation i think why what do you <laughs> because i was like like you you know i was writing these converse these questions and i was like i never ask myself this yeah and i'm like i wonder what i'm gonna answer and then you were also the same way right <laughs> yeah same like i read her questions like we prepped for a podcast and i'm reading it i was like okay i guess it applies to me. I yeah. <laughs> never thought of it. So this is going to be insightful conversation. And I'm curious. I'm hoping that you guys get get something out of it as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, influencer word itself for me is very weird. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think it started popping up on social media a while back. Like it's been around for a minute now. Like people have been making money as being an influencer, which is a job that no parents would have ever imagined their kids to be doing. None of us would be think that we would be doing, but here as a word and yeah, I feel weird about it. Just in general. But the word itself? The or? word itself. Okay. Yeah. What, so when you um meet somebody new or when you talk to your family about your job, yeah. what words do you use? I don't use the word influencer. Okay. I have never used the word influencer. I always tell them like, hey, I'm a financial officer or I, <laughs> like, I essentially like if I'm meeting somebody on my date and if they ask me what I do, I always like I'm a financial officer at a YouTube channel. Um, but I also am picky if I say somebody YouTube channel, I will say I'm a financial officer at an um, entertainment company. And and then when they ask like what it is, like it's essentially a YouTube channel. We created this the content and we go from there. Um, there was a one time there's a couple of people when I was explaining to them, they were like, "Oh, so you're an influencer?" I was like, "Yeah." I, guess. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." I've never said it myself. People have said it to me, and the first mm-hmm. time somebody said it, I was like, "Oh, I am." Right. Weird. I know. I like, okay, sure. I guess that's a one way to put it, but it just puts you in a box. That I'm not sure if I'm okay to be in that box, but that's just me personally. Um, Because there's so much goes with it. Yeah. And I think that's something that I, being on the other end, have may have judged people. Like, oh, they're influencers. They're making money out of putting pictures. No, there's so much that goes with it that I have never thought of until being it. So it makes me... If I say something, I'm influencer, putting it in that box. It's like, not really. Like, I'm... Me, personally, I'm not on screen that often mm-hmm. i guess i am but in different sense mm-hmm. um yeah i don't yeah. know what do you think about that but we, i know we um, have a lot of people in like oh. elijah bell social media video editor yes yeah. i love that uh i think elijah bell is are, are you are you part of the uh back to the topic is this is this is this who we're talking to <laughs> Eli? i'm not sure tell us if yes that's true um but me personally, I also don't use the word influencer. Mm-hmm. And just like writing these questions down, I was like, but we are influencers. Like, why is this word so dirty to me? Yeah. Like, why do I feel that I don't want to be referred to as an influencer? But I think it might be because for me personally, I think maybe often I feel like I don't really have influence. Yeah, I think that... Yeah. Like what, what that signifies. Yeah, it might be a little bit like like an imposter syndrome. Because <laughs> I I don't I truly do not feel like a person that influences much. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I mean that's you know what's funny that you say that and um because we may not think it that way and I've never thought of it that way, but I know internally as normies you have had influence just with like your values and your core values and everything. Even yeah. it might be small, but there is. Well, I guess it depends on what you would be believe what influence is. Um, influencer is just over inclusive. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the other part of the problem for me, where I don't want to be put in a bundle with like people I really don't like. You know what I mean? What do you like mean? fucking uh, what's his name, Andrew Tate. Ah, uh, gotcha. You know, like these assholes that are very clearly influencers and. Their influence, in my opinion, is very bad on mm. society in general. Um, so I just kind of like don't want to be put in a pile with 
you all Kardashians. That's a perfect example. Like I don't, I don't want to be in, in in the same group. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think sense. that's fair because that does put you in that box, right? Yeah. Like it puts you in that box, and you just like then you lo- roped into this. Like if somebody says influencer, and then a whole lineup shows up, and all of them will be there. It was like. But that's mm-hmm. not what like everybody's doing something different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you ever think that the there needs to be more clarification on the word of influencer? Just not saying like somebody's influencer, but there is more to it, right? Like somebody might be a photographer. Yeah. Um. So why don't we use the word photographer? Why are we using the word influencer? Like me just saying somebody is like, hey, I'm a financial officer on YouTube. I guess it's being the on the camera part. Yeah. I think that's what includes it, but I don't know. It always I just find it weird. <laughs> that's just so me. let's talk about um uh Psycho Impulse had a good question. Outside of reacting to series, can you tell what your roles are of camera? Yeah. So you mentioned So you- I uh manage financials for the company. Uh manage financials every cent that goes in and out. Um last night I was Closing the books for October spent way too much time on it than I should have. Um, <laughs> beside that, I recently became full time on a part of being a business officer mm-hmm. where I'm trying to just take the process that is try to make sure there's efficiency, um, like we're doing what we need to do as a norm use efficiently and then maybe build more revenue through other revenue streams. But that's the role I'm trying to do. But we just need to make the normies efficient, make sure everything is on schedule. So hoping that there's more consistency on our product that we get out mm-hmm. so that we are doing and then we also doing what we love, which is creating sketches. Yeah. But we need funding for that. So somehow doing that as well. Yay. Yeah. Um, uh, my role is the operations officer. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and I've basically been just doing operations by myself. And now that Navi's here as, as a business officer, <laughs> she helps me uh, make sure that my, you know, whatever I've been doing up to this point can be kind of like polished and made easier for me and for everybody else. Um, so I, I feel like I became like a project manager over time. Yeah. With no background knowledge of what that entails. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a lot of learning for me because I... I came from educational background, mm-hmm. uh, so I you know I studied to be a teacher. I have a master's degree in education, and I ended up just doing this, and it was just kind of like, what am I doing? The funny <laughs> is part this? is when like she's giving presentation to the normies, and then she will be like, "Oh my god, we have this data. What does this show?" <laughs> and then we're all just sitting there and looking at her. We're like, "Listen, we, Kenny, stop being a teacher. Just tell engaged. us the answer." I need we to are, know that you're paying attention. But we're not in a class. <laughs> you're giving, you're presenting information. Raise your hands. But every time we're just in a class, we're just looking around like, are we supposed to answer this question? <laughs> hey, I can't help it, okay? It's so funny. And then the Chris will be like, stop being a teacher. I was like, yes, yes. But her teaching moment comes in, which is good for us because we don't, it's, I, it, it makes sense why she does it because a lot of us are not really all engaged all the time. So you have to like, we always have to present information in different ways. Like, Listen, how can we grab your You're attention? the one who came with the whole quiz for us. Okay. That's the only way to get these people to, like, pay attention. Because they will ask me the same question. Like, no, we're going to quiz on it. Yes. I'd make them take a quiz when I was showing them financial stuff. I was like, none of you guys understand what I mean. Here, we're going to learn it today. It was fun. 
I think I had fun. I didn't have to take the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I do. I'm just the I'm do the operations, I do scheduling. I make sure that you know videos come out on time. That you guys, if you are on Patreon, you get all the premium access that you can get. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like try to make sure that everybody's informed about every decision that gets done. Mm-hmm. Um, which is often very difficult. <laughs> Communication is a big deal. Yeah. I think that's the one thing about learn working with a big team is how you can perfect communication. Mm-hmm. And can we perfect communication? I don't know. It's I would love to. I would love for us to have a perfect communication system where you just telepathically everybody <laughs> understands when the things have been changed. Yes. We'll yeah, love it. well love it. Before we have telepathy, it's just something where it's going to be like a continuous, continuous process. Work. Yes. You will get there. Um, get there. So we talked about our roles. Um, let's talk about, and you know, our, our relationship to the word influencer. <laughs> um, what do you love about your job? Um, I think the one thing I do love about it that I, even though we have a schedule, we have flexibility enough mm-hmm. that we are able to control it and able to adapt it when things change. Um, and just there's pros and cons of working with friends. I think there is a pro of that and also there's a con of it, but I do enjoy that. Um, and I have a business background. So for me, this is essentially a business for me. So for me to have the ability to shape and actually work as much as i can work on it because i'm also a workaholic i do enjoy that <laughs> yeah i don't i don't mind it but yeah yeah i i like having say in it i like having saying something that it means something because mm-hmm. there is democracy mm-hmm. we have democracy thank god so it works it works <laughs> yeah. for us what about you um what i love about this job i definitely enjoy the flexibility mm-hmm. like you mentioned um and uh, I really like, just like you said, yeah. the fact that, you know, if if I personally want something to happen um, because I'm in a position where, you know, I'm a part owner and I'm like in the leadership uh, role yeah. that I can, I have more power to mm-hmm. make that change happen. Yeah. Um, and that feels good because, you know, if I, if I, for example, silly thing like recycling, you know, like we're recycling which is good because in the other place we did not recycle because, you know, the place we were renting yeah. and, and that whole complex just didn't do recycling and it was just killing me inside. And so there's not much you can do yeah. to change that either. Yeah. Um, and I tried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's good that, you know, if, if there's like a change that needs to happen, I'm in a position where instead of just trying to figure out like who I need to talk to to make this change happen. Yeah. I'm the person who needs to make the change happen. No, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's good. It's kind of like, um, it just, it, it, feel, it feels easier. It, it's more work, but it feels easier because it's attainable. You yeah. I mean, I don't have to re- rely on other people to do something. That's true. And it took us a while to get here. I mean, we've been doing this for seven years. Um, I felt like in the beginning, we were more so like, people with their heads cut off, running around, just keeping True. up with things. And I think mm. now we can just kind of put the head back, just have a <laughs> bunch of hats on it. And it's like, okay, I guess that's a task. Now we um, just need to figure it out. Yeah. Shout out to Mama Mia for the first time on Yay. Twitch, watching on YouTube and Twitch simultaneously. We appreciate the, the double views. Thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> and for people who are watching on YouTube, uh, we are reading the Twitch 
on chat only. So if you're watching YouTube and you have questions for us, unfortunately, we won't be able to see it. You can continue watching on there, but if you want to talk to us, come on over to Twitch. Um, um, Psycho Impulse had a really good question. Do you guys consider yourself to be in the realm of a cell, like celebrity? I don't think so. It's always odd to me when somebody like will recognize me and walking, which doesn't happen that often, but it does happen once in a while that it just always, always catches me off guard. Um, I just never know what to say. And then it's like have a conversation or like, get to know them. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And um, it's just always catches me off guard. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I guess there was a one time this really young girl got super excited when she saw me. And I was like, calm down. We only watch TV. Like, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, yeah. just people. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm weirding out that you know me. Yeah. So don't worry. We're on the same plane here. Yeah. But yeah. What yeah, about you? I, I feel the same way. It's, I definitely have, like, a huge imposter syndrome. Every time I, like, yeah. meet someone and they recognize me, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> pretending to be who I am. It's like, I just, yeah. It's like, I don't, it's a job that we do. But, like, yeah. at the same time, it just, yeah. It's interesting. Um. Mm. I don't consider myself a celebrity at all. Mm, no, um, no. Yeah. But I, I don't mean, know if I want to be. I, yeah. I'm in a really weird zone. Where <laughs> I guess my background is weird because I like before I met the normies, I wasn't even like watching TV at all. But really, like I was just like not. I was very. So what do you do in your off time? I wasn't like anti TV, but I was just like find better things to do. What was you know better what I mean? things? Like I would be. I don't know, like, I would, I would be on, yeah, I would go yeah. outside, and if I'm inside, then I would, like, do something on my computer, or, like, work on my little projects or something, you know what Makes I mean? Sense. Like Makes sense. I wouldn't, like, I would organize my photos, or I would, like, just do things other than just watch TV, That's and funny. I think the only thing that, like, the only show that, like, really excited me, and, like, like, kind of, like, created, like, the fandom spirit in me oh. was, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, before then, I just didn't understand. Like, yeah, there were movies that I really liked, but I wouldn't, like, Follow buy, buy a shirt yeah. with the movie on it or something. You know, I, Damn. Don't, I didn't wow. get that part of everything at all. But after Game of Thrones, I was like, yes. And I just bought so much Game of Thrones shit <laughs> before I, like, joined the Norway. Like, I'll take all my money. That's interesting. In my house, like, back in Czech, I just, I have, like decorations that are game of thrones still that you will never had before covered in dust now but you Aww. know <laughs> that's interesting i guess that makes sense because i think for surge it was lost so everybody has one show where you mm. like have the fandom that you're following um that's very interesting i mean before that was all about anime so would you now if you like organizing your pictures and everything would you play tv in the background because i would like even if i don't watch tv like i'm doing other stuff i will play it in the background to watch it I guess before you were just focusing on one item. I would just listen to TV. I would listen to, like, news or something. Gotcha. Okay. Of like, course you will. To, I mean, just why I'm surprised. Just like, stay informed. I, or, like, listen to, like, podcasts or something. Uh, but I just didn't, like... Fiction wasn't as appealing to me. Fair enough. As, like, just listening to the news or podcasts about, like, real-life stuff. It's weird. As I, that's, why I, that's why I feel like such an imposter because, like, like I just watching like watching all fiction now. Everything is fiction. Yeah. You're super hardcore anime girl. <laughs> I remember, like, I ne- she has never seen anime, and uh, it's like now she watches anime and all the show. Like, completely changed. But the norm is completely changing. You did. Like, the whole the thing. personality. That's the thing where, yeah, I know that there's so many people who, you know, are super fans and they yeah. wish they could have a job like this. 
where I'm like, this happened to me. Yeah. Like, I, I had no really influence on this. Yeah, no fair You enough. know, I was like still trying to be a teacher when I moved here. Then I realized that wasn't going to happen. And I just like worked and like, I worked a lot of odd jobs. And yeah. then and then Normies was like starting to pick up. And I was just like, well, I can do this, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> can I? I think, and they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that's how both of us, like it worked more so because we had more operation background mm-hmm. or help in that. That's when I was like, okay, I have other job. Kitty, you do this. And she's like, yeah, I'll take it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's funny. I don't know if I... I never thought of imposter syndrome as a thing um, when, until I read the questions. Like, okay, I can see that. Um, but I'm just... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Go. <laughs> well, cycle impulse. I feel like an interview now. What do you think the first hurdle every influencer has to overcome when starting out? Is that part of your question as well? I don't. Um. Yes. There's like. Yeah. Yes. It is. But we can talk about it now. Okay. Um. The first hurdle every influencer. I think it's manager expectation for mm, me. Fair. Because. What you mean? What was your expectations? I didn't have like I didn't have any expectations. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just like, no. "What is going on?" Um, <laughs> like people are watching us. Yeah, at first I was like, "I don't know. I don't think it's a thing." But yeah, then, like things like okay, um, cool. But if you know intentionally, if you choose to, um, if you choose to take this path and you wanna like get it to the next level where yeah. it, like it's making you money and you are you know relying on this to, to just you know be your life source. Yeah. Then be like be patient because it's not gonna happen immediately no and for just sure. like you know um be consistent uh, and don't expect don't expect much because don't, i don't want people to have their feelings hurt because it's hard you know what i mean yeah and there's a lot of work involved yes um and i think that's where one of the first hurdle is like just thinking that it will happen right away and yes. not realizing that yeah like a uh, Allies, like Eli said, being a content creator is fun until you're editing at 4 a.m. Yeah. There might be days or nights where you pulling overnighter. Mm-hmm. I know Surge, Mickey, like Chris, they all have pulled overnighters edits. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when we were doing Game of Thrones and that's the only thing we were doing. So they were editing right after we're done watching it yeah. at 11 p.m. Yes. Um, so and, there's a lot of work involved. And it's so crushing if mm-hmm. you put so much work into something and then it gets like... 200 views yeah yeah but this is something that you need to count that will happen Mm -hmm. and you just gotta keep consistent because if consistency and your authenticity yeah will find its audience in time yeah but it's 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 just hard to like get on for me at least because i if i do something i expect results like right away and i'm like yes yeah i did this well let's turn it around no and it's and some and sometimes it just doesn't happen and that's that that can be like crushing and yeah, in that sense, then you have to just know that this is something you have to do consistently for a minute. Like you have to do this for like not only days, probably weeks and months before you can fully say, I've done everything the best I could. And then know when to just either pivot or do something else. Like mm-hmm. know how long you're going to let an experiment, use it as an experiment. That's what I will think. Like see it as a small experiment, run it and do it consistently and gather as much data as you can. If it's not working, then if pivot to something else the small thing that did work mm-hmm. um but it does take time i think that's the one the biggest obstacle the other thing i i think is like if it starts do picking up even if it doesn't pick up i think 
people don't realize how much management goes behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if more than one person is involved. If it's just one person, then it's just you managing yourself. If it's multiple people, then you need to know everybody needs to get someplace at a certain time. Everybody needs to make sure like things get done in a specific way for the product to come out at the right time. And I think we kind of lucked out that us being with that many people, having a pros and cons, <laughs> that everybody had some strength that was able to build into it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we have too many cooks in the kitchen, but I think we have managed to work that out now after seven years. But it did help to have multiple people who can manage some things in the back end and other people can be creative in the front end and editing mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, yes. But yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, so we talked about some of the challenges. We talked about what we love mm-hmm. about our jobs. What is the what is one thing or a few things that you like absolutely hate about your job every time it happens? Or something that's just very frustrating? Hmm. I actually had one when I was like talking about the good things. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you have one? Um, I, I do have few. <laughs> I, think, I think that being uh, like a social media influencer mm-hmm. um, comes with its own set of challenges that um, if you, unless you are in the field, you don't get or you don't understand. So what you like, mean like comments, For example, like... having like parasocial relationships oh, with yeah. people. Um, yeah. Because that is a lot to navigate and I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying sometimes that can be really overwhelming because some some people feel like they're entitled to your time. Yeah. You know enough. what I mean? Fair enough. Um and that's that's like harmful to, you know, everybody. Like influencers if they like really care about their audience and yeah. they want to be there for everyone, mm-hmm. they can't. Because they're one person. Fair enough. And then they maybe have thousands, ten thousand, hundreds of thousands of people that some of them may expect their constant digital availability Attention, and it's yeah. just that's unsustainable and it, it leads to burnout a lot of you know a lot of influencers are very open about like their need to take mental health days. so what would your tips be in that situation um, i would say establish those boundaries early on Fair enough. um because if you know I think eventually everybody will learn this if they start, but it's 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 better to know before you get started to just establish bound, be friendly, but yeah. establish healthy boundaries early on. Yeah. Um, there's like obviously there's like multiple people that over time we became really good friends with, mm-hmm. and we met them in person, and we still you know friends um, with them. Yeah, yeah, we, we're friends. We talk regularly on Discord, etc. Um, we visit each other. Yeah. Uh, we went to uh, one of our uh, mods' wedding. Yeah, you know, like th- there's there's relationships that can flourish that are genuine and real, and uh, then there are relationships that are more one sided. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of have to be careful not to hurt anybody's feeling or yes, but you also it. have to protect yourself. Yeah, fair um, enough. Because you know, I I'm gonna take everybody's best intention here and assume that everybody wants to just you know make sure everybody's happy yeah but sometimes you just can't make everybody happy and that's also okay fair enough yeah that's fair um i think one of the things for me is that qpl mentioned really well it's like yeah not being able to watch a show on my own whenever i want um Mm. i think one thing at least for me, it's different from everybody else. Uh, when I came full-time, I came with the expectation of that I won't be on that many reactions. 
um, compared to like other backend stuff that we needed to work on. Mm -hmm. So I can always just, if there's something that I really want to watch, I will watch it. Mm -hmm. um, and then just sit out on that reaction. That's why I'm not on that many anime reactions. I watch all the anime. It's just I have that contractual boundary set for myself. Um, but there are some times that with the movies, it will come and I was like, can I go watch it in theater? Like, I'm going to go watch it in theater. <laughs> There's some movies that I will go watch it in theaters. And I think we just need to set those rules. Um, like Doctor Strange, I'm definitely going to go watch it in theaters when it comes out. Like, I don't <laughs> care. I will just, I will rewatch it with the couch. Yeah. Um, but those are kind of conversations that we kind of regularly have within ourselves mm -hmm. as well. Like, what can we watch? What can't we? Uh, because something we expect to get a lot of views, mm -hmm. but we have to wait until it starts streaming. So it's going to be some time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just a boundary that, like, is it okay for some people to go watch it, not the other people? Yeah. And I think this might be a conversation we may need to have is, can some everybody have like one thing they will go watch and they will get exception on? Mm -hmm. um, like you cannot watch Tom Cruise movie. That's we're gonna put it in your contract. <laughs> like that's fine. We'll let Kelly not sit on Tom Cruise. We're like I gotta go watch this when it comes in theater. Um, so those are kind of conversations I think we need to set boundaries in within ourselves. Um, we've had those conversations. We haven't set rules around it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think spoilers are a whole. Whole different another thing, thing which yeah. is related to you know if you watch something if you have to wait for something to be on streaming yes. on demand or if you have to um you know wait until everybody's available to watch something then you know for example like especially heavy hitters like aot yeah. will always get into like okay nobody look anywhere yeah. do not turn on any of your social medias do not go to Google search. Don't do anything. Just mm -mm. go into your cave and stay there until we're ready to record. <laughs> yeah, then you get in the habit of going on social media, you see something, else, like, pass. Just, yeah. like, immediately skip. I think mm. that's the way we have learned to do spoilers. Um, I don't have any searches. I know Surge has some searches set on her Google, on his Google to not show. Yeah, block um, words. Block words. Mm -hmm. I need to do that as well. I think we need to do that with all our laptops. But I think we've been really good at avoiding spoilers but if we get spoiled, then we let them, let everybody know, like, hey, there's been something that's been spoiled for me. Mm -hmm. I won't say what it is, but it's coming. Because I know a lot of people got spoiled a lot of shit on Naruto. Mm -hmm. Me and Rana weren't. Like, Miki got spoiled on something. Chris got spoiled on something. Storage, which makes no sense to me. Like, how, like, I don't think you guys are on social media as often as we are. But I guess <laughs> they're on, like, Imgur, like, all that kind of websites. It's like, hey. yeah, just avoid them. Yeah. 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 So, my next question yes. is, do you have any role models in our industry? Um, for me, I'm, I think I'm, I'm one of those people who don't watch YouTube as often. Um, but I think one of my role models is going to be Philly D. Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy his consistency and like he's going through shit but he always there and talk like there to create content which kind of helps us kind of put our efforts into places like we gotta keep going like when the shit's a bad day for him he's a one person i know he has a huge team in the back but he's always gonna be the face mm -hmm. even if he himself's feeling horrible he's the one who have to give the news not anybody else um and yeah. for also for respect for him when he has to take time off this time when he's like i just can't do it and totally understandable i feel horrible because like he's my main news that i get like him compared to other people when he's not online i'm like i don't have any news of the world um <laughs> but i think he will be my role model and just mm 
I know there's a lot of other people on Instagram that I follow who are same thing. Like they're always producing content and just keeping up with the content and keeping the content that grab your attention. Um, but I can't name name. Like I don't I don't know the names, but I mm. probably will come back to it. But I will say Philly D for sure. I love Philly D. Mm-hmm. I talk yeah. about him all the time. I I watch Philly D like, re- religiously. Like, yes. It's my it's my dinner ritual. Like I make dinner and, and then I yeah. go sit down and watch Philly. That's my nighttime like <laughs> a brushing routine, like nighttime routine. Yeah. Like, it used to be my gym routine. So if I didn't have Philly D that day, I was like, I can't go to gym. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing for me to watch. Um, but yeah, there's um, like he's he's built into routines. Like you yeah. gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But you have um, other role models. I'm trying to think because I didn't think about this before. I you wrote remember. the question. I know. <laughs> um, so we talked about. Um, I think two podcasts ago we talked about Amarath. Yeah. And the, the whole thing. Um, I think that after I saw the Vice video with her. Yeah. She like she definitely became like a role model to me. Mm-hmm. And in same yeah, like I had same. no idea she's doing all this like other shit. Mm-hmm. And also like how she feels about the things she's doing on Twitch. Yeah. It was very insightful because, you know, we we often like discount these people like do, doing like people doing social work as like just whatever you want to think of them. Yeah. But then when you actually like take time to listen to what they have to say about it, what their opinions are and like why the reasons behind doing mm-hmm. certain making certain decisions. Yeah. Um, and that was very insightful to me to watch that video. Fair and enough. I learned a lot. Um, so for a while she was definitely like your role model, not a role model, but she helped me like change my mind about some things. Mm. I do watch a lot of, like, I don't really have a role model in, like, the reaction sphere because I don't really watch reaction videos, but um, I usually watch just, like, I would watch uh, some more news uh, with Cody. Um, Who knows? You know. Yeah. So what would you (laughs) Um, consider a role model? Is it somebody that you just, like, who teaches you something about um, life? Or somebody that yes. you're just like, I want to be like this person. Well, I just I just had a great example. Uh, her name is Chat Chad. Um, I love her channel. Yeah. I watch her video. Every time there's a new video, I was like, everybody, watch it. drop everything. We have to watch Chat Chat. How um, often does she post? And what's the content? It's like once a week, I think. Okay. Um, but her videos are like hilarious. And she's basically just like sitting in her room. Yeah. And just talking shit about something weird that's going on, like a weird in trend life? on TikTok oh, or gotcha. something on the, like you know social media that's like kind of weird. Um, and she's just kind of talking about it, and she has these like jokes that she just that, like she just very like low budge sticks on gotcha. like just green screen, and she's she's just like it's so funny to me. Fair you know enough. what I mean? Because it's so low budget, and yeah. the, and the humor is so stupid. That's funny. And I, I just like love it so much. And I love that through her videos, you can see who she is as a person. Like her values show through the videos. Fair enough. Her like opinions So you know it's her. The, yes. It's her who's yeah. doing that. Yeah. Oh, cool. I um, love that. And it kind of, it like almost feels like you could be friends with this person. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I really, I really like her. I like her style. I love how she presents herself on camera. Yeah. I love the jokes that, uh, and how she delivers jokes. Fair enough. So yeah, I'm definitely trying to like learn something from her. Good. <laughs> okay. I have to check this person out for sure. Chat chat. Chat chat. <laughs> it's like C H A T. Chat chat. Her, her series is called 
a twinge of cringe. Twinge of cringe. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, there's another one that I watch called Joshua Weissman. He's a cook. Mm. Um, I've been watching him um for a while, and I was watching when he was actually cooking and also doing a job. And I remember him putting out a video where he like quit his job to mm-hmm. do a full time. He's absolutely hilarious because he will like make tough things like very cheap and easy mm-hmm. and he will just tell you straight up like wash your rice what the fuck are you doing you're not washing your rice <laughs> and like small things like that he was like um, like you can you can make is it can... uncle roger no joshua weissman mm. yeah and it's hilarious because some things he'd say like, oh yeah you can buy a store-bought tortilla but why would you when you can make it at home and he would be like here's the <laughs> recipe i'll make it and it would be like cheaper too but it yeah. doesn't work and it's just hilarious and he's yeah he was like oh yeah you can sure you can put this but like we're gonna make it ourselves mm-hmm. it's like okay cool like, I, I love him and his dedication too nice. it's great um I'm, since i mentioned him uncle roger is uncle roger. a great youtube channel nice. um where it's just like this um i don't know what uh what kind of asian <laughs> but it's oh a- yeah asian. i see his clips here and there. it's just like uncle roger and he's just kind of like reacting to other people's cooking videos oh my and just god breaking them down it's like it's so funny i think he might be korean he um, might maybe yeah that's funny i've seen him he's hilarious yeah. i love that kind of content mm-hmm. it's like something different something new mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i love when like people have their own twist on something very regular and i think that that is also a good advice for yeah anybody who's trying to start like have your own little twist on things twist like something different do what people do the thing that you enjoy watching yeah but add your own flavor to it. So people come back for you. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a really good because like I do watch few cooking channels, um, like Joshua Weissman, Pro Home Cook, and Cooking with Babish. Mm-hmm. But I always go back to Joshua Weissman because he makes funny jokes, mm-hmm. um, and it's just like the way he does it. And he calls himself Papa, and it's like Papa. Papa. And then <laughs> it's just like I go back to it because like Pro Home Cook and Cooking with Babish. I just sometimes find it like NPR. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. The mm. monotone, I, I forgot what you did five steps ago. <laughs> I love it. But I mean, there's time and place for it, but Joshua Weissman, like, yeah, he does his own different style and he's just cooking, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's cooking, but he's doing different for sure. Nice. Psycho Impulse has been having a great question, but let's see what, what you have. Next, what is the next one? He from has him? Do you girls have influencer personas that are slightly different from your in real life likeness? What do you think of people who have separate online identity? Mm-hmm. I think. I wish yeah. I had started as somebody else. What do you mean? <laughs> so I, you know, I never thought this would be like my life. Yeah. And I, I use my like official name. Yeah. For example, I wish. You came up with I your wish own name. People refer to me under a different name now. Because Stop now. I can't. It's too late. What do you mean? Like, like, do you want to have like a like, Ketty persona? Like have your own? I mean, Ketty is Marquetta. It's, okay. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, if, if, if I could do it all over again, yeah. I would have created like a separate Instagram and then I would have my own personal Instagram just for my mm. friends. You know what I mean? Gotcha. But now I have to mush together my, you know, me promoting myself and yeah. posting things for that specific reason. And then also, like, you know, my friends are on there, my family's on there, so then I have to, like, also cater to that. And then I'm just like, I don't want, like, I have to have, like, limits and boundaries of what I post. Yeah. Because this is me. This is, like, my little identity. Fair enough. And I wish I had a different virtual identity that I could hide behind. I never thought of it that way, but it makes total sense. Because, like, I, there are some pictures that I would like to post 
you know, like promoting something specific, but I can't because I have to think about all the cousins, all the family. Yep. Like my mom follows me yep. on there, and mm. now I'm like. <laughs> but thinking about it, like I think it's it's something that we can still create. It's just gonna be a lot of work to like bring the yeah. people I just feel on like there. For me, it's too late now. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, it's it's, it's already out there. It's fine. fair. <laughs> That's fair, but. I might look into it. We'll see how that goes. But that's a really good tip as well. So if something, if this is something that you're creating, just think about it to create a different persona that you may want to keep it separate. Yeah. Um, then they're combining it together. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a different persona uh, in around other people. Like if people come visit us for DormiCon, they will see us who we are. Um, and you may see us like, you know, when shit doesn't go as we plan, like with the catering. <laughs> You will see us being frustrated and also coming, like, yelling at each other. Nah, you guys, but at each other and then coming at a solution that everybody agrees on. That's just our process. So you will see that happen. And then, yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's how it is. Um, mm-hmm. Would have liked to have a separate online identity. I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as your separate online identity is not racist. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I would say, like, even if I did have, like, my own, like, an alt. Um, like social profiles yeah i think i don't think i would like change who i am as a person there i would just post different things with different like end goal with different audience in mind um no i totally get it and yeah no it makes sense like it will still be me like you'll still see me pictures it won't be just me like hiding under anonymous yeah identity trolling people on Mm -hmm. youtube yeah (laughs) Like commenting yeah. and stuff. Yeah, um, but, I, I um, like trolls. Depends I, on where they are. I also don't think there's anything wrong. Like if you are um, really good at it, and if you can manage, um, you know, having like these different personalities. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with like presenting yourself in a different way and just having this other, the, you know, side yeah. of your personality shine through whatever you decide to do. Yeah. And then also on the others, like in your private life, be a different person. I think that's totally fine. I don't think that's like deceitful or anything. Mm. But I would say that's like that's like the next level of being an influencer status. And I think that most people should I think it's easier if you're just being your authentic self. Yeah. It's, it's less to manage. You that's know true. I mean? It's less to you're just like that's don't true. don't even have to think about it, you know. They need to keep you up with everything yeah. and yeah. Yeah. No. So I gotta wanna like shun on people who do that. I think it's perfectly fine. Um, but I think it's easier if you're just yourself. <laughs> it works for us. So yeah. whatever works for you, go with that. Um, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Let me move on to the next question. Yes. <laughs> Tell them what the next question is. Um, is ooh, yeah. What are some of the risks of this occupation and which one keeps you up at night the most? Oof. I think the risk of this is I don't have anything to fall back on if this doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also the other reason why I became full-time as a business officer is knowing that we our revenue is in one basket. Uh, we want to make sure we diversify and all that stuff. So that keeps me up at night, just knowing that um, we have this potential. We just don't have that much of a time to able to diversify ourselves because anything could happen um just on youtube that's why we're trying to be more on twitch as well um just to create a safety net for us considering there's so many of us we have a whole team that we support i want to be able to keep supporting our employees people who actually make this happen um 
so that's the main thing that keeps me up at night as a financial officer and business officer like every mm-hmm. time i see numbers i go to sleep like looking at numbers i just want to make sure the numbers look good um and i mean we're not dying but it could be better just so that we are able to know like if one thing stops there's another thing that'll be able to support us mm-hmm. um, and i think that's gonna be a risk for all, a lot of people who are starting in this business like you are gonna be focusing just on one thing because you only have that much time mm-hmm. to focus on that one thing and that's not bad but eventually you look into diversifying your platforms your content yes. um yeah and i think a lot of um you know like starting maybe starting influencers have this idea in their heads they're gonna be like philly d yeah which there's nothing wrong with ambition yeah but um i think that there's like a large like 90 95 maybe percent of influencers that are just like going by you know like they they maybe make enough to um just you know focus on this one thing singularly Mm -hmm. and uh that will allow them to actually grow it but there's a lot of people who have to have another job um like for example, I think Pillar mentioned she's serving. Yeah. While doing a, a whole reaction channel, she's only able to post like twice, maybe a week. She yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, we had her on a podcast here for uh, House so of fun. the Dragon. If you guys want to browse through our uh, gallery, yeah, you can definitely watch that. It was fun. She's um, in love with Matt Damon. Yes. Great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> check it out. Um. Yeah. Um. But I. Talking about. No, I think having a multiple jobs for sure. <laughs> yes. I think a lot of us started off this as being a Sunday thing, and then it became like Sunday and like Tuesday thing. Mm-hmm. But we all had full time jobs for a minute. Yeah. Surge was the first one to go full time with barely anything, mm-hmm. um, but it was needed. But yeah, um, yeah, you may have to do this as a side hustle um, while having a full time job, mm-hmm. um, and. I think the one thing that I a lot of people forget might be an obstacle is that, yeah, this may happen like overnight, become a millionaire or maybe like in a week or two, but you will need that motivation to keep on going. Because if you don't have the motivation or love or passion for it to keep doing this after hours, like after putting your eight hour at work or maybe more, and then you don't have time to do it like after a motivation to do it. You may have some days where you don't, but eventually you do need to have that to continue doing that. Yeah. Um, that's the only way for the consistency and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Elijah, El- Eli is mentioning stalkers and cancellation being one of his fears. Um, I definitely get both. Yeah. That's, th- those are valid concerns. Um, we definitely took measures to make sure that like, our address, for example, is a non-public record. Yeah. yeah. Which which also another thing that we found out later. So if you are creating LLC, our tip, mm-hmm. um, and you will have to put your principal home, like principal address on there. And that address is visible everywhere. Um, if you don't want to do that, um, hire our registered agent. Mm-hmm. And that is, you have to pay a little bit. It's not a lot. It just depends on where you are in life. It may not need it for you in the beginning when you don't have that many people following you. But if you are paranoid, just heads up that that's something. It's a public record. Ours has been changed. So good luck. Haha. But um, that's something that we learned as a small YouTube channel coming up. So something yeah. that we are trying to definitely. Yeah. yeah. Make sure that you are safe. On the internet, yeah, it's very easy for your data to be stolen mm-hmm. and for used sure. for nefarious intents. Yes. Um, yes. 
I keep losing track of <laughs> thoughts. There was a last um, question you asked. So you had an answer yeah, to that the, one. Yeah, the fears. Oh, yes. Risk. This is what I wanted to say. Um, I think that uh, a lot of creators are at the whim of their platform. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very um, unfair dynamic. That's um, true. And uh, I wish that platforms did more to service or listen to the creators that are on it. Because mm -hmm. any platform is absolutely nothing without the people posting stuff on there. For sure. Uh, so For I sure. think that's like a very uneven dynamic. And I hope that in due time, we will have influence unions that will change this. <laughs> Hopefully. But it's just um, such a... And that yeah. uh, algorithms change all the time and they change behind the scenes. Like a lot of the time, influencers or creators are not informed they find on no what's later. changed and yeah. how they can, you know, compete uh, fairly. And that's, that, that is something that keeps me up at night personally, mm -hmm. because I don't think that is a good way to go about things and there's very little like yeah. i was talking earlier about like i feel very good because i have a power to change things yeah there is definitely powers that i don't have and yeah. i wish that i had Fair um enough. and that being definitely one of them and that's is just, it just youtube or do you also believe that with patreon as well um i feel like we have slightly more leverage with patreon okay. just because we've been clients with patreon for a really long time and okay. they are definitely much more personal because their pool of you know clients is way lower than compared to youtube the amount of creators on youtube makes the amount sense. of videos minutes that get uploaded every minute is insane no makes sense um so i obviously understand they can't manage everything properly um but they should but do a better they, job disseminating the information exactly before it changes. like if you make a change in the algorithm like educate people let them yeah. know that hey this is coming up yeah like, do that before it happens first of all if you even do it after that like people need time to change their processes yeah to prepare to adjust everything they do like you can't just like dump things on them and a lot of time they don't even say anything and the creators just kind of figure it out from with other research, creators yes and yeah. that, that, that's just odd that's me. surprising it's to me odd. yeah like if you you know the change is being made because obviously yeah. when they're making that change they go through testing they do system testing user mm -hmm. testing yeah. before it's put out so while you're putting it out just send out communications like hey on this date you may find this mm -hmm. um for whatever yeah. reason you don't have to give a reason just say what the change is so everybody yeah. can be prepared yeah i never thought of it that way i'm gonna um, give an example of what i'm talking about with uh reactions to mob psycho so the first seasons of mob psycho that we did were doing so well mm -hmm. in views they are in like the upper 100s yeah. or they're like very close to it yeah first two seasons which is 50 episodes right and now we started season three which is a premiere mm -hmm. that means you know are looking it up that means you know it's up, trending yeah. and yeah. like these these um reactions right now that we're doing that are premieres yeah. and that have solidified themselves as being popular are not doing well at all and is the show not doing well no, i mean the yeah, show, show is doing great oh so i think what's happening is that youtube again mm -hmm. made some changes perhaps the word psycho is not nah. favorable to the algorithm um but so you know that's suppressing the views so, so yeah and hmm. this is just a speculation but again that's all we can go of is speculations when we do this and yeah. basically that means our entire livelihood is based on speculation hmm. or it's based off of instinct 
and that's not very assuring to me yeah <laughs> you know because then we have to take the speculation test it and see yeah. if it is true or not if it's not then again we are speculating more and then to figure out what is causing that um yeah no for sure if they were giving out more information then we won't be spending this much time on speculations either and testing yeah. it out yeah. um and that's the other thing to go about it like a lot of times like changing the algorithm on youtube you're just figuring it out mm-hmm. maybe this works maybe this doesn't work some yeah eventually will come to it um but yeah. yeah um psycho impulse asked another question thank you so much for asking all these questions these have been really good as influencer how much are you working in a single day um it depends it depends <laughs> um i will still consider work i know we're like yeah working um like there yeah. are there are days for me where i'm just on camera yeah for eight hours and these are my least favorite days <laughs> you work after those eight hours no no okay no i can't literally my brain is fried after um and i know that there are some uh, people on the team that watch so much more tv than me and they do this every they like have multiple days days where they're on camera constantly um i don't envy them i don't know how they do it Mm -hmm. um i can't it's just not my i prefer like and every time because i have so many other responsibilities like behind the scenes I always, when when I spend too much time on camera, I feel like I'm running severely behind on some important things. Yeah. And I just like, then I feel like I'm, oh my God, I have to work at home or something. Sometimes I do. I'm yeah. trying not to because I've definitely burned myself out before. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to like be very strict with my boundaries now uh, in terms of like where my time goes when yeah. I'm not here. Um, but sometimes I just like have the urge to just do something because it has to be done. Makes sense. Um, and it gives and you more time, free flexibility the next day. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, eight hours on TV or like just watching something is, is not my favorite. Because yeah. I feel like in the end, like, you know, the last thing that we're watching is always just suffering from my like just attention deficit or like just the amount of information I had to consume. Yeah. And discussing it. And I'm just like... <laughs> like my brain is dead i'm pretty sure you guys can like tell yeah. when what, not, that one video that is the last video of a long day you can tell especially for me because i'm just like Done. this was good <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah so for people it's like we started off with like one show but eventually more show was added that we were doing after work mm-hmm. uh, but now that everybody from the normies are full-time even before i became full-time we were doing like nine to five or eight to five days so it's been like a standard weekday eight to five job so we do eight hours sometimes eight hours a day it's filming depending on where it is like what's coming out when if it premieres one or two days might be all day filming the other two days might be like half a day filming or anything mm-hmm. um and yeah it takes it takes it takes a bit like even for me i'm not doing that many shows but i haven't like figured out my rhythm or my balance of which days I'm filming and I cannot do any work. In my head, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm filming for four days. I can definitely work afterwards. It just doesn't work <laughs> like that. And, like, if yeah. I can't sit down, like, if I'm being pulled away for other things, there's just no way I can yes. do all my stuff on my computer. And definitely. there's, like, so much stuff yeah. that needs to be done. And I have been putting hours after work. I don't mind it. I'm a workaholic. Um <laughs> Like, for me, like, I know where my limit is on that burning out. And when that happens, then I will just, like, completely take a break. But then I'd rather, like, for me, I hate when I post put it for the next day. 
and then something else because I know in my head something is gonna gonna happen. If I put something else for tomorrow, something's gonna happen that's always gonna get pushed it, and then there's gonna be one day it's just a hell of work to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather do it now, like do it today, do it now, get it out of the way. And there's been some things that when I procrastinate, and when I procrastinate, I procrastinate hard. So <laughs> then I will like procrastinate to the day points like I need to work on Sunday for mm-hmm. this to happen. Um, just yeah. so that I'm can be flexible rest of the week or take an hour here and there mm-hmm. to either go longer walk. Um, and then like I think Nico's been helping me a lot like with the walks. But yeah, like if there's a week that I know I'm gonna have to work on Sunday, that's fine. I'm gonna take the time off during the week to just for myself. Like take another like just go run errands and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um how much how big of a Nomi's team is right now? So we have about 13 full-timers um, on the team, that including all of us as well. Um, and then we have about two part-timers, two to three part-timers, uh, which includes 14 full-timers. 14 full-timers and two to three part-timers. When we say part-timers, like um, Mikey, who is on our music video reactions that come out on Saturday, Nikki, mm-hmm. who is on like Mirzapur and Exception. So we will consider them part-timers. Spidey, um, Spidey Damron. Um, so those are our part-timers and we have other freelance and, editors yes. um, <laughs> they edit very specific like we have a um, person for uh, movie editing who does only movies mm-hmm. and when she's not available then we have another backup freelancer who will do other movies um, but it's just freelancing part uh, most everybody started as freelancer and I think a volunteer volunteer actually <laughs> everybody started as a volunteer yes. and then unpaid interns all the way <laughs> yeah very for a very long time nobody was getting paid and I think Serge was the first one the only reason because he's the one who started it and he didn't have any it. other job yeah and then he really quit to actually be like he had another job but then he actually quit to be a full-timer here mm. and we were able to like whatever patreon was making two hours to send to him which was barely anything but eventually slowly people became freelancer getting paid on edit and then slowly they all like most of us became salaried because Mm -hmm. we are technically working more than 40 hours a week yeah so it was hard to keep up paying everybody per edit per reaction which is how we started or hourly uh, or hourly mm-hmm. um so and the keeping track of hours because our hours is not really flexible we can make it more rigid now um but they were very flexible depending on who was available when so how do we keep track of it we did try different softwares to track the hours it just doesn't work mm-hmm. until we came up with the solution um, um yeah but yeah, it's it's the team has grown, so which is why it creates more risk when we are putting all our eggs in one basket, which is keeping me awake. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's because of all your support, everybody's support and work that has been helped us get here. Um, For sure. Yeah, and now we are just at the mercy of YouTube algorithm to figure us out like what works, what doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then us to make sure we are putting out content that gets us views. That's also what you want to see. Um, yeah running that fine balance um it's it's been it's been an interesting journey so far yeah definitely we are almost at the end of the podcast but we have one more question to answer before that happens um and i just i I want this one to be the last one um go for it what kind of influencer would you aspire to be outside of the normies brand 
Do you have one? Super secret girls club. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I do, like, I do. I do. Okay, I was going to say it. Like, it just came with such a confidence. It's like, I want this um, to be in the end. I think, um, so I would love to have been like a travel vlogger. Okay. I think that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, there's one channel called Trek Trendy. We watch with Chris every Sunday. And he just goes on these fancy train rides. It's fucked on of views just because it's so fancy. You know what oh I mean? God. So I don't know if he I don't know if he actually makes enough money to like, you know, actually be able to afford it. I think he has just deals going on with like different mm. travel agencies. And then um, putting his own time and Yeah. I, I think he was also born in money, so I don't really think he um that's a concern for him. But <laughs> um, Fair enough. But yeah, I mean that that is like my dream. Like I love trains. Um, I love traveling, and he's just kind of like living this like my ideal life. You nice. know what I mean? Nice. Uh, so I would love to have been a travel vlogger or um, to have like uh, like a couple channel with Chris. Hmm. We're actually trying to like see if we can start our own podcast at home. <laughs> um, work with that, yeah. I literally created a logo. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all we have right now. But yeah, we're trying. We're, we're definitely trying to like see if the two of us can also have like our own separate thing. Separate yeah. thing. No, for sure. I had never thought of it having and being an influencer. So we are here. Um, I would just say like outside of this, I would like to. I, I think traveling is amazing. We'll love to do a lot of that as well. Um, just I love. I've been learning that I actually love taking pictures, which is a new thing to me. So like I've been using that as an opportunity for Instagram. So I would have loved to be more in that space. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I'm learning like from Euphoria, I love like new trends. So like for me, I think I'm learning more so as well. Like Katie, you never watched TV before, didn't watch a lot of it. Now you watch a lot of it. And then that you coming into a fandom. I think mm-hmm. something similar as well. I never expect thought of myself as an influencer. Now that I'm learning who that what that is i'm also trying to create my own persona what that looks like um so i don't know i'm gonna try to create a persona now and see what that is and we'll go from <laughs> there but um mm. would like to be more of an activist if i could yes um but that takes time i think we'll try to do as much as i can from my end but yeah well if possible that would be great to mm. do that yeah i like speaking of activism i definitely want to like because I feel like I've learned a lot in the last five years mm-hmm. um, living in the U.S. and just kind of like going through a huge culture shock when it comes to uh, environmental protection. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just don't think this country is doing enough, personally. Yeah. Um, I feel like when I... I mean, I grew up, literally, I'm 32, and I grew up recycling. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I you know, bring in a different culture yeah. and, and knowledge and, here. And, yeah. and I know it was mentioned earlier in the chat that uh, recycling is just not considered beneficial anymore. Plastic and I especially. think that's a little bit of a misinformation. I know that's what um, the report said, mm-hmm. but specifically for plastic. Um, and what I personally do is just try to avoid plastic all the way because yeah. I know you can't recycle them. Yeah. Still, though, you can recycle glass, you can recycle aluminum, you can recycle paper. These are the materials that I focus on every time I shop Yeah. because I know they can get put back into circulation. Mm-hmm. Um, plastic can't. It's, it's pointless to try to recycle plastic. Yeah. Still, though, I think in, your, uh, like in my uh, country, we used to recycle just like the caps of plastic bottles yeah. separately from plastic bottles yeah and i know they were making um 
sleeping bags out of the bottle plastic. But it's still like so much work. It is. It is. It is. But like I know that there was like it was still a closed loop for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was sustainable. So I don't think they're doing that anymore. But yeah, I mean, the best thing you can do is avoid plastic. And I would love to like talk about it for hours. <laughs> so many things to say. And but I have so many thing. tips. Like, yeah. Like different like products that I like would endorse without even sponsorship. Yeah. It's like they come in paper. You just, you know, have no plastic in the house. It's perfect. We need to get sponsorships or like work with mm-hmm. all these brands, especially that we want to. But all right. Um, all right. Well, the channel, the, the, chat <laughs> the channel just got crazy. Dick butt. <laughs> All right. Well, it's we are coming into a podcast anyway, so it's perfect timing. <laughs> um, we are probably gonna look into rating somebody. Chris is in the back end. If you can look for somebody to rate for us, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, but guys, this have been an interesting conversation. So moving forward, we are gonna be trying to do some mini series like these. Um, like Kelly said in the beginning, really try to give more light to what we do in the back end, what we have learned, because obviously there is not a book or class on YouTube, um, or Twitch or streaming or all of it. And no way that we are perfect at this or experts at this, but we would love to share what we have learned. Also like learn from all of you as well, because I mean, um, psycho impulse we had great questions so anybody who have a question like that will definitely answer only looking at a twitch but meanwhile please (laughs) stick around um for the raid and join us tomorrow we'll be doing one piece love one piece absolutely love one piece and we're doing streaming every week and there's always something going on i have a list of topics that we want to cover in this series i'm probably gonna just put them in a poll on the podcast channel on in the community uh, or in Discord, we'll see. I'll do all. Hey, <laughs> so yeah, you can you can definitely influence what we're going to talk about next. So we also have polls, right? Yes. Are there other polls that they can influence oh, yes. us on what we can watch, what we, we can say, have what we can do? So many polls on Patreon, guys. Yes. Right now, you can influence so many things. So many things because I so many shows are ending. No, you're interested in that. <laughs> Tell us. Um, so only patrons can vote on the poll. It costs only two dollars at the lowest here to join if you just want to cast your vote even for just for one month if you want to try more you know i'm not gonna like deny that (laughs) we get so much stuff going on there so yeah check it out yeah and we are on to the raid yes check out the polls tell us what we lost next bye get ready because it's about time for you to speak your mind girls clubs Super Secret Girls Club.